This episode of the Autism Dad Podcast is brought to you by Shelly Kino, IEP Consultant. Hey, what's up, parents? Uh, I know how frustrating and scary and overwhelming IEP meetings can be. And so I want to connect you with my friend, Shelly Kino. She is an IEP coach with over 30 years of experience in special education. IEP meetings don't have to be scary. It's so important that we empower ourselves with knowledge and insight so that we can better navigate these difficult situations and work together with the school for the betterment of our kids. So if you're interested in learning about what Shelly does, visit ShellyKeno.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-E-N-O-W.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD to save $7 off of an IEP review. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Rob Gorski, and this is the Autism Dad Podcast, where we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and ADHD and neurodiversity and all of that kind of stuff, uh, because it's relevant to your life and it matters, and uh, we need to talk about it. So my guest today is Risa Stein. She is a mother and a clinician, and she designed a product called See and Me that I think is pretty amazing, and I wanted to bring it to your guys' attention because I think it's important that as parents to kids uh, on the spectrum or uh, kids with ADHD or any type of disability, um, that you know what your options are as, as far as safety, things that are out there, or things that maybe help your child self-advocate. So this is a really cool thing, and I'm excited to have this conversation. So Risa, thank you very much for taking the time to come on the show. Could you take a minute and just tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Sure. Sure. Thanks for having me on the show, Rob. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Thank you for your patience, actually, real quick, just because we've had to reschedule with the construction that's outside my house and uh, everything else. So thank you for, for that. And my getting COVID, I think that was the first reschedule. So yes. Yeah. No. Uh, so I'm Marisa Stein. My background is in child and health clinical psychology um, I've been an academic for the past 25 years, and I'm also mom to two wonderful kids, one of whom has Tourette's with ADHD and a little bit of a, a, a spectrum and OCD tossed in there. So he's he's a wonderful, interesting kid, but um, that's that background and a history in design thinking and innovation has led me to the point where I have the opportunity to speak with you today about something completely novel. You created something called See and Me. Right. We've talked about, you and I have had conversations in the past about this. Could you tell us a little bit about, well, all about it, what it is? Well, let's just start out, let's just start out with what it is. Sure. I'll, I'll give you a little bit first, if you don't mind, about sure. the, the why, um, why I felt like I, why I felt compelled to create See and Me. So as a parent and also as a clinician, there were several gaps in care that I noticed. Uh, first, as a parent, um, there's it, it always comes down to blindly trusting others with uh, those we who are vulnerable to us. So this pertained to my son, Justin, as well as my grandfather, who had Alzheimer's. Uh, you know, when Justin was little or when my grandfather was in care for Alzheimer's, given that they couldn't advocate effectively for themselves, I would end up losing sleep because I was always concerned whether or not they were receiving the sort of personalized quality care that I wanted them to receive. So that that was a big part of it, sending emails, text messages. Well, even back then, um, 
Justin's 27 now, my grandfather's long deceased, that wasn't even an option. So leaving verbal messages, which I know parents still do today, uh, is a real ineffective way of ensuring somebody knows what's going on with your loved one. So that was a big part of it. But I also knew from the clinician's side that if I couldn't understand someone well enough to become familiar with them and their unique characteristics and behaviors that I wasn't able to deliver the level of optimal personalized care that I wanted to deliver. So those things left me feeling really unsettled and and that's why I created CME. So what I was looking for was a way for family members to share what makes their vulnerable loved one unique with their characteristics and their behaviors, their triggers, their soothing strategies. If they're nonverbal, when they do X, it means Y. Uh, Their favorite activities, their comfort items, notes on eating, sleeping, and toileting, uh, things along those lines. So I wanted a way for them to share that, but I'm also a friend to a lot of parents who have kids with autism or Down syndrome. And one of the things I learned about their kids that I also saw with Justin is that video is really important to them, uh, that it calms them down by watching their favorite Dora the Explorer video or what have you. So I wanted a way for parents to enable those who interact with their kids or their family members to be able to soothe them if they started melting down. So that's where the, the video part came in. So I have a lot of friends, know a lot of folks who have in-home care for their kids or for their elderly relatives, and there are certain protocols they want those folks to go through. So I wanted them to be able to create custom checklists. And then, of course, there's the interactive part. I wanted the caregivers and those who who are providers for vulnerable individuals to be able to send messages back as well. So through C in Me, I created this digital platform that enables family members to share those unique characteristics and behaviors in a multi, um, what's the word, um, with varied technology. So in a multi, multi-format um, way. So with C in Me, what we have developed was this fully customizable profile that a, an individual fills out for their loved one. And when they do that, that information is shared through our instant connector cards, which are credit card size, NFC, near field communication mm-hmm. cards that also have QR codes stamped on them. So it's really easy to share those with individuals who interact with your loved one and for them to be able to tap their phone to it or scan the QR code. And it that profile instantly opens on their phone screen. So they know if somebody has allergies, they've got a one tap emergency contact. If their loved one is a flight risk, if CNME is part of their IEP, um, all of that information is right there with no apps and no passwords, nothing to have to download. Okay, I'm gonna pause you right there. Yes, Emmett, I knew this was gonna happen. (laughs) I, I figured as much. Okay, honey, I'm in a meeting. What do you need? It's outside in the sun. Yes, it is. It's on the steps going down into the yard. I'm recording a podcast, okay? I mean, this is not something that requires interruption. You need to get shoes and socks on because we got to leave as soon as I'm done. Clean clothes. That's not clean clothes. No, you wiped your mouth on a shirt. I don't know when, but look at your shoulder. 
That's okay. But you got to get clean clothes on and you got to be ready to go. Okay? Now, no more interruptions, please. Well, I'm sorry, it's just my plan. Okay. I understand that, but it, 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 okay, Emmett, just teaching moment here. Open the door. Your plant missing. Nobody stole your cactus. Okay. It, the, the animals didn't eat it or anything like that. It was moved probably by me. Right. If you had to guess. And if you could wait like 15 or 20 minutes, I'd be able to answer your questions without causing a delay or disruption in what I'm doing. That's okay. Love you. That's <laughs> <sighs> okay. Par for the course. It comes with the territory, Every right? Every time. It feels like I used to cut all that stuff out <laughs> because it drove, it drove me crazy. It felt like it was super unprofessional. And it, and I guess it really kind of is, but um, it's a it's window real. in your world. And this is what your yeah. podcast and it, is and about. It's, and it's, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. And people started telling me, oh, we feel better when we hear that because, you know, uh, I have guests that'll be on and, and their kids will run through the background or they'll make noise or, you know, have a meltdown or something. And, and right. it's just like, like, I mean, I'll cut it it's out if you want me to, cause it's like your stuff, but I, I just started leaving it in cause people felt better about it. So yeah. yeah. Right on oh. cue, Emmett, right on cue. <laughs> the most random things. The last time, the last time it was because my mom tested positive for COVID or my dad tested positive for COVID and he was like all freaking out that uh, he needs a COVID test. Like right now it, it was Emmett and, mm-hmm. and we had the same conversation. <laughs> I'm like, Emmett, I already know grandpa's got COVID. We've all been vaccinated and boosted. We already had COVID in the house. We're probably going to be okay. You haven't seen him in like a week. So we're not, you know, <laughs> we have the tests. We'll give you the test if that yeah. makes you feel better. But right now I'm recording and that's a typical like ADHD, sort of impulsive. OCD, yes. And yep. yep. Ruminate yep. about it. Yep. I get it. Yep. That is exactly what it is. And I love him uh, to pieces. You know, just drives me nuts. Totally get so, it. He's doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a- a- anyways, I apologize for that. No, that's okay. Um, okay. So you were talking about the the platform for seeing me and you would, we talked you mentioned about the NFC uh, technology. So how, okay. So my first question would be, well, first of all, were you done explaining? Let, let me share a little bit about the family dashboard as well. Yes. That's, that's what I was. Yeah. Okay. So the, one of the primary advantages that I wanted to bake into seeing me's creation is that doing away with that need to blindly trust those who interact with your kids. And and interestingly enough, um, I experienced this and I assumed others had, but it wasn't until I saw your friend Kate Swenson finding Cooper's voice blog today, I will trust where she says in there, I get so scared sending him anywhere alone, but I have to trust. I have to trust in good and kind and grace. And she goes on and Part of it comes to, I have to trust that they see him. And parents should not have to trust. They should know. They should get validation and confirmation that individuals know what their child is like without having to get to know them over a period of six months, at which point half the school year is over. You've already spent half of your insurance allotment for these therapists and you send them to camp and it's just for a week. So I wanted to ensure that family members got that confirmation that people actually understand 
who their child is. So I created the family dashboard that has uh, the picture of the cards. Each family member, when they make a purchase through CME, gets three cards that they can leave with whomever they wish. Each card has a separate URL. So when an individual accesses their loved one's information, you get a notification on your dashboard. So you're not just sharing information and putting it into the ether. You know every single time somebody accesses your child's card, if they complete a custom checklist, if they send a note back, you know. And as far as I know, CME is really the only tool through which parents have that sort of confirmation. And on the other side, the providers, those who interact with our kids, they get to prove that they're accountable people. They get to show that, yes, I am invested in your child and I do want to learn all about them. And I will play that video when they start melting down of their sister singing, you are my sunshine. So for me, that was one of the most crit critical aspects I wanted to build into CME. Okay. Is the video of your sister, of the sister singing, you are my sunshine. Is that actually like a thing? Because that was very specific. And I, is that, is that a, a thing in your family or? Yes. Yeah, so actually it's one of my friend's sons who has nonverbal autism. Uh, his older sister singing, you are my sunshine is one of the things that calms him down when he starts oh, getting anxious, so cool. he starts melting down. And so she just created a video of her singing, you are my sunshine, uploaded it to YouTube and put the link in seeing me. And so now anytime somebody is working with her son, uh, he starts melting down. They, they know the triggers, but they also know the signs and they preemptively play that video for him to distract him. So it, it helps him calm himself. But I've also seen where we've started. Uh, one of the things I didn't realize, I should put it this way, is that a lot of kids, when they graduate high school, they lose all of the scaffolding, all of the supports that they had. Yeah. And parents are frantic. You know, your kids are getting older. They, yes, they, they want to help ch their children foster this independence but they know that they can't necessarily send them out into the world, uh, you know, just just to be on their own devices. So we've seen a lot of parents with older teens and young adults using the cards as a means for their children to self-advocate. So, for instance, I have one young man using the card who is generally pretty verbal, but whenever he gets flustered, he loses his ability to communicate. So the card is his means of self-advocacy. He can share it with his teachers. He can share it with the manager at the ice cream shop he works with. And the videos on his card are more to leaning towards activities of daily living. So here's how you do X, Y, or Z. And he plays the videos for himself. Um, the custom checklists are, even though he's living in his mom's basement, because that's a step up from an independence from living across the hall in his bedroom, mm -hmm. she wants to know that he knows the steps to go to it before bed every night. You feed your fish, you make your bed, you brush your teeth, blah, blah, blah. And the steps when you wake up in the morning. So even though he's just downstairs, he goes through those checklists every night. And when she goes to bed, she doesn't have to go down there and check on everything she knows that he's gone through those steps and, and it helps increase his level of independence and it helps her sleep better at night. So this is helpful for, for like teens who are transitioning into adulthood and Correct. maybe more independent living. So 
Okay, so for anybody out there who's not familiar with how this technology works, so you, you have a card, it's like a credit card, kind of like you have your credit card that you can tap and pay, you know, exactly. kind of thing. Or if you pay with your phone kind of thing. How how exactly does this work? Does, do they have to have an app on their phone in order to receive the information or do they have no. to touch the back of the phone or does it just to be in proximity? Yes, yes, you have to be in proximity. So it was it was very important to me that individuals be able to access this information instantly. It does the substitute teacher no good if she has to download an app anytime she visits a new classroom with children who are vulnerable. So I wanted to ensure that if you're on a field trip, if you're at camp, anybody can tap the card and gain access to this information instantly. So if your phone is NSC enabled, all you have to do is tap your card to and it opens in your phone's browser. If your phone is not NSC enabled or you don't know how to use that, uh, all it is is scanning the QR code. And now after COVID, we're all familiar with how to use QR codes. So <laughs> that makes it really simple. And the information we're sharing is not, you know, it's not um, HIPAA privileged information. It's, you know, Tommy likes trucks and here's the video to play when he starts melting down. But if, but safety is important to me. So on the parents dashboard, should you leave a card at the park? It's one touch to disconnect the profile from that card. So if somebody finds Tommy's card laying around, they don't pick it up and, you know, see all his information on there. The minute you get home, you disconnect it. The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app, which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents. And that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor. And Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down and they learn how to do it themselves. And parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD22 at checkout to save 10%. So, okay, so they actually, so they have to physically, I mean, not that anybody else could see this, but like you could see it. So they just tap it or is it, um, yeah, it would have to be tapped. Otherwise right. just people walking next to you or past you or something would be receiving your information. Yeah, exactly. So the near field communication, you have to be within, I think it's about four inches and I'll, I'll show it to you here just so you better, better understand. So here's what our cards look like. Nobody will see this. I get it, but they're credit card size cards. And all you have to do is tap it to the back of your phone and it instantly opens that child's um, uh, light is off here. But it, yeah, instantly <laughs> opens that child's profile on your phone screen. So the information that's contained on the cards is not like privileged information. It's not social security numbers or right, right, necessarily right. diagnoses or things that would be protected information. It's, hey, uh, my name is whatever. 
and if I get upset or I get frustrated, then play this video for me and I can calm myself down right. or, right. um, and, and incidentally, on my website, C-N-M-E-S-E-E-I-N-M-E.com, there is a picture of one of our Instant Connector cards with a QR code on it. And uh, your listeners can go to the website and just scan that code off of the, their computer screen. Oh, to test it out. And to test it out. And they'll see an example profile there of what it looks like, the type of information we share. And it's up to them to share as much or as little as they want. I have parents whose kids who have allergies and they basically just use it in for the, the one touch emergency contact and to share their child's allergy information. Okay. Yeah. Some people are super private about like everything. Right. Obviously I'm not. And I don't know if you guys have noticed <laughs> over the last 10 years, I'm not really afraid to share everything, but uh, you know, in, in the moment, you know, I mean, letting people know that, you know, you're this, this person is autistic or this person is, uh, you know, has this challenge or, or this, uh, medical issue. Mm -hmm. It's, it's less about, I mean, like as a parent, I wouldn't care about people knowing that because I would want them to know it if they were in a position that they were reading that information in the first place. If they're reading that information in the first place, they need to know that stuff. Right. I mean, so it's not, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, and, and one of the reasons why I went with a card is because I did hear from parents early on, I don't want a fob on my child's backpack because that is too easy to access, particularly for the sixth graders who are then going to tease my third grader, which I totally get. I didn't go with the silicon wristband because uh, if a child is melting down, the last thing you want to do is grab his arm so that you can scan his wristband. So we went with the card because a an older child can wear it around their neck on a lanyard. Um, a, a teen or a younger adult can put it in their wallet and a parent can hand it off to an individual who is or... interacting. Right, right. So it does protect safety to some extent in that regard and so that the parents can share it with those they see fit to have that information. Okay. So... How, how does somebody sign up for this if they're interested in um, doing that? So we have, through the website at the bottom of the page, there is, there is a link for families to purchase and okay. three cards are $45. And then we have a monthly subscri subscription rate of $15 to keep them active or 150 a year. So you get two months free. Or you can encourage your organization, your child's daycare, their camp, uh, the nonprofit they attend to purchase the cards to keep in house. And um, then if they go on a field trip or if they have multiple providers at their organization, they can embed the URL associated with that card into their electronic records so that everybody your child sees in that center then has access to the daily headline that you share to update what's going on with your kid every day, okay. as well as the profile. Um, so the, we have pricing depending on volume of cards purchased and whether an organization is for-profit or non-profit. I wanted to make it very affordable for the non-profits as well. Okay. You mentioned something about a daily headline. Can you, what, what is, what is that? Sure. So the daily headline was important to me because our children change on a daily basis, right? Um, if, 
Emmett's grandfather was diagnosed with COVID and he's perseverating about that. You <laughs> might just want to share that on a daily headline. When he comes in to see you today, know that he's going to be focused on his grandfather's COVID. The rest of his profile is going to stay the same, you know, day to day for the most part. But that headline is going to change. A minor victory, a small setback. I want parents to be able to share that with providers because I know it helps providers bond with that child. When, when Emmett comes in to see his speech therapist or whatever. And they say, whoa, I, I heard your grandpa has COVID. Um, I know he's going to be okay. So let's not worry about that today. But if it does concern you, I want to know, you know, something along those lines. And, and that's cool because like traditionally what we would do and I, Emmett would never do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he would never, never interrupt a podcast to ask about COVID <laughs> testing or versus no. missing cactus or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you can say on there, maybe it's just as simple as Emmett got a cactus, right? Yeah. Maybe not a huge thing for most of us in our world, but if that thrills him and it's going to make him feel closer to those who interact with him, if they can say, whoa, I heard you got a cactus. I mean, that, that makes a difference in that kid's world. And it's in what I, yeah, what I was thinking was like, well, you could just, I guess, text people that information, but then you're having to text people that information. And right. so this is, it's whoever, whoever um, needs access to the information in the moment has mm -hmm. access to that, that information. So it's not like you have to think, okay, I need to get this person and this person and this person right. and this person right. and then put them all in like a, a text chain that they all hate because they're super yeah, annoying. Are they really going to care that? I mean, yes, they're going to care that he got a, a, a cactus, but what if they don't open that email to the end of the day? Or what if they forget when you say it because they've got 15 other things on their mind that they want to accomplish during that session? It takes two seconds to tap the card, the headlines at the top of the page. And you're updated. And you're updated. Yep. Yep. You know, and that was really the whole purpose of the personality profile to begin with. One of the things that I absolutely hated was the ABA therapy intake forms that are 20 pages long and ask four questions about your child's background and things they like and dislike. Uh, almost all the information that parents share is at the behest of an organization, and rarely are they empowered to share what they see as the, the most special things about their kid. And I wanted to empower the parents to, to make them, to put them in a position where they can say, look, this is what my kid is like, and it's important to me that you understand this. You're not going to ask all the right questions, so I'm going to tell you this information. And because our kids don't remain static, because most of these forms are filled out at the beginning of the school year or the beginning of therapy, I wanted parents to be able to update those things in a timely fashion. And sure, some parents are going to be more neurotic and change the profile every day or the headline every day. <laughs> and some parents are just going to change the headline and the profile won't get modified that much. But if a new tar cartoon comes out that that kid is totally enamored with, you want to change the profile video. Uh, and I wanted parents to be able to do that in a really easy way. I think that's really cool. What I like about this is that it's advanced technology, but it still requires human contact. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, it, so it's not just, you're not just reading a form or, or reading an email. You, you're, you're interacting at least right. to some degree, right. In order to get access to the card, to, to tap it and to get their information. And I, I just think that's really cool to have like uh 
I mean, I could see like schools, you know, when, mm-hmm. when a kid goes from classroom to classroom, well, if they're going from classroom to classroom, right. you know, the teacher just taps the card or they exactly. can even get into the habit of, of tapping the card on the tablet or something that's in the, in the classroom. And then the teacher right. is updated on it with everything she needs to know. And like, so then, then they are sort of self-advocating. Exactly. And when the paraprofessionals or the student teachers or the substitutes or the parent volunteers come in, anybody can tap the card and, and understand what your child is like. And the portability of it is important to me as well, because those binders that the teachers lock in their closets or the electronic files that therapists maintain, they don't go with your child out to the playground or on the bus to the on the field trip. And in that case, your kid is vulnerable, all the more vulnerable because People don't have the access to the information they need about how to interact effectively with your child for their best interest. And I wanted to make sure that this was portable. So long as you have Wi-Fi, you can access this information. And everybody has Wi-Fi. Everybody has Wi-Fi. Or a data connection on their phone. Exactly. Anymore. So you kind of came at this from the perspective of a mom and -hmm. a clinician. So you kind of, you were able to look at this and see, okay, as a mom, this is what I would want for my son or my loved one. And as a clinician, you could be like, well, this is what I think is important that people, you know, have access to in the event of an emergency or the event of, you know, whatever. So you've been able to kind of balance it out and, and, and put it together so that it kind of addresses all the needs. That's a unique perspective, actually. Yeah. Thank you. It's very cool. A big part of it as well as inclusivity. I wanted to make sure that kids are seen as the unique individuals they are rather than simply a diagnosis so they can be included in everything else that's going on because people know how to interact with them. Um, What I really like to see is some of the organizations where the children go. So for instance, next week I'm talking with, or, or early August, I'm talking with an organization called Down Syndrome Innovations in Kansas City. And my hope is that they'll get cards for all of the staff, as well as for all of the individuals who receive services there, so that it is inclusive across the board. It's important for all of us to see each other as unique individuals. So if one of my friend's children goes into Down Syndrome Innovations and wants to know more about Jason, the director there, He can ask Jason to tap his card and Jason's information about his favorite things and what he's working on and what he's proud of. Even though he's the director, it creates that community and that level of inclusivity. So my last question is, uh, how has the reception been? Like, how are people responding to seeing me? It's interesting. Either it, it goes in one of two ways. Either you totally get it and are completely sold on it and think it's the best thing since sliced bread, or if you don't know, love, serve, or work with a vulnerable individual, um, those folks unfortunately don't get it. Uh, It's like, why don't you just send an email? Which tells me we still have a long ways to go with regards to disability inclusion, right? So yeah, the reception for those, the reception by those who get it is wonderful. The reception by those who don't is like, eh. It's like, why would you, why would I want to have a cell phone? I have a perfectly yeah. <laughs> good phone with a, a round dial that's attached to my wall with a six foot cord. I mean, I can watch, right. you know. Right. You know, when I, when I talk to parents of neurotypical kids, of kids who talk all the time, it's like, oh, I just wish I could get my kid to shut up. It's like, you know what? You, that's really, first of all, that's extraordinarily insensitive. 
But second of all, you have no idea. Think about when your child was an infant and you left them in, in, in daycare. Think about the, the first few times before you really understood their provider and their caregiver, how anxious you were that they wouldn't understand their cries or they, you wouldn't, they wouldn't change their diaper in a timely fashion. Now imagine that that's, that's your state of mind for the rest of your life. That's what parents have to contend with. And so being able to ensure and have the accountability that others know who their child is and see in them all the special things that you see, it's a sanity saver as far as I'm concerned. How can people find you? Um, on LinkedIn, uh, Risa Stein. On Facebook, I, we have a CNME page there. We have a CNME page on LinkedIn, and we have a CNME page on Instagram. Um, and I'm easy go- to contact, arisa at cnme.com. Okay. And if if people just go to cnme.com, all of that information will be there as well, so they can go to one place and find all your stuff. I'll have that yeah. all in the show notes, too, so that yeah. people can yeah. just click and go. We have um, the social media links there. There's a contact form um, that goes right to me. Very cool. Thank you. First of all, thank, thank you as a parent, like as a parent, thank you uh, f- for doing this because we need more things like this. Parents need to have options available to them to help protect their kids. And, you know, kids who are able to self-advocate need things to maybe help them to do that, you know, and provide that independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a from a, a podcast host perspective, thank you for being as flexible as you've been over the last, I don't know how many weeks or month it's whatever it's been at this point. Um, thank you for, for working with me on that. Um, yeah. And I, I really appreciate everything that you're doing and thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Oh, well, thank you, Rob. Have uh, it's a weekend. It's Friday. So have a good weekend. Thanks. You too. And good luck with the new dog. I appreciate that. Thank you. Before I close things out today, I just want to say thank you, Teresa, for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you for being patient with all the uh, scheduling disruptions that I've had the last month or so. Uh, I appreciate that. And I just want to say thank you for uh, taking the initiative to build something like CNME because you recognize the need as a mother and a clinician that there's there was something that was missing uh, that can be helpful to parents like me, like you, and like all of you out there listening. And... Uh, it's important to know that there's things out there that you can rely on and it's hard to find them. I, I know because there's so many things out there on Amazon and all these other you know, places that you just, you know, don't know if you can trust. And uh, I'm very careful who I bring on the show and who I work with. And uh, Risa Stein is legit. CNME is legit. And you can find out more by visiting cnme.com. Link will be in the show notes below. Uh, And I encourage you to give it a look because, you know, it might be something that can really help you or your child. So uh, thank you again, Reese. I really appreciate your time. As always, you can find me at listen.theautismdead.com where you can interact with this podcast in all kinds of cool ways. You can leave comments uh, underneath the episodes and we can have discussions about it. You can leave your feedback. Tell me what you think. Tell me you hate it. Whatever, whatever. You know, I like uh, getting listener feedback. You can apply to be a guest. You know, you can submit topic ideas or you can submit questions that you want me to answer every Friday. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do. So listen.theautismdead.com and uh, don't forget to subscribe. Appreciate that. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and uh, I'll talk to you on Friday. All right. We'll see you. Bye.